This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hey friends and welcome. Today we're going to talk about celebrating Christmas and Advent. This is episode 280 and you can find today's show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. My name is Felice Gerwitz and I'm your host for this series. If you haven't had time to share this episode, please do so with a friend. Or if you listen to a podcast app, please give us a rating on your favorite podcast app. Well, when you celebrate Christmas, does it include Advent? Advent is a time before Christmas. It's that 24-day countdown to the blessed event, the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Advent helps us to put the holiday in perspective. And whether you're living alone or celebrating as a family, you can celebrate Advent. Advent deals with the coming of Christ, yes, but also the openness of our hearts to receive our Lord and Savior, as well as the most profound meaning, and that is recognizing Jesus came for a purpose. He came to open the gates of heaven and to set us free from sin. Sadly, Christmas is a time when people actually think about the Holy Family. They actually think about Jesus. They take out their nativity scene and they set it up. And for some people, that's not even on the radar. I read something lately about how certain stores have uh, ornaments and things for Christmas that don't even vaguely resemble anything that you and I may have in our homes for Christmas. But it also is a time for us to remember that there is a wonderful celebration coming, and that is Christmas. In my church, Advent brings in the Christmas season or the start of what is called the liturgical year. This is a season of Christmas, and it ends in January with the Feast of the Epiphany. And the Epiphany is celebrated by remembering the coming of the wise men, or the Magi, to visit Christ. The liturgical year is also celebrated with special colors worn by the priests at church, or the pastors, depending. Even some of the um, Anglican churches, I believe, have liturgical clothing in different colors for the seasons. And they are as follows. White symbolizes joy and purity and the resurrection. Green Hope and perseverance, the call to continue to listen. At our church, we call it ordinary time. Purple, penance, waiting, and mourning. Red, the martyrdom of Jesus and the other martyrs. Blue is in honor of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Pink is a remembrance of solemn occasions. And gold symbolizes royalty. 
So suppose you had to pick a color. Which would you pick for to celebrate Advent? Would it be white, green, purple, red, blue, pink, or gold? Well, you might think white, possibly, because it's celebrating joy and purity, but it actually is purple. Advent is a time of waiting and of mourning. It is a time of joy, yes, because we know the end of the story, but it's a time of hope and sorrow because of the sinfulness of man. We know what's going to happen at the end of the story, and that culminates in Easter. So traditionally, Advent was a time of mourning, and that's why um, you might watch some old Christmas movies, and they're putting up their tree on Christmas Eve. And why is that? Because now it's a time of celebration. One idea of Advent is to fast from a particular bad habit, or perhaps overeating during the holidays, which seems to be filled with cakes, cookies, and parties everywhere you look. It's difficult to fast, especially if you don't live alone. But many families make it the practice of giving up something or adding something. For example, you might want to add additional prayer or maybe read the scripture verses that talk about the coming of the Christ, the nativity, in all of the gospels or the ones where it's mentioned. What can we do to celebrate Christmas? Well, it's important to remember that the Christmas season is a time of reflection, but also that we live in this world. So, of course, there are decorations, but we need to keep our focus on the reason for the season, the Christ child. In our decorations, be sure to add a nativity scene or two, a picture of the Holy Family, or something that reminds you of the coming of our Savior. I met some ladies one time, and they shared that they no longer celebrated Christmas with decorations and a tree because they felt that that uh, symbolized a pagan uh, holiday. Well, back in the day it was, and as often happens, the Christianity celebrations were often substituted or put over a time that may have been celebrated as a pagan holiday. So I think there is a balance that's needed, but I don't think that we, you know, dump the Christmas tree and nativity set and, you know, and live a life unless the Lord has called you to that. And for these women, he had called them to do that. Isaiah 7.14 states, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a young woman shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. Another thing we can do is we can read the genealogy of Jesus in Matthew 1. Again, a reminder of the prophecy of God the Father to Abraham. Genesis 26.4 I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven and will give your descendants all these lands and by your descendants all the nations of the earth shall bless themselves. So 
Jesus is the fulfillment of that prophecy. He is of the lineage of Abraham and David. And these were men who messed up. We read about them in the Old Testament. And so for me, it gives me hope. It gives me hope that even if we mess up at times, God loves us, and especially if you give your heart to him. And either way, God knows our hearts. He knows our thoughts. He knows everything about us. I love the Christmas season for so many reasons, but it's also a time of hardship for many. It is difficult because of the, maybe because of the loss of a loved one or financial hardships or perhaps an illness. I learned that my brother-in-law died uh, about a week ago. And so it's going to be really hard for my sister-in-law to face the holidays this year without him. Everything is going to be a first this year since he's gone. Yet the key to the season's joy is not on the external, but the internal, the focus on Christ. And my brother-in-law was a believer, praise God. So Isaiah 9, 6 through 7 states, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. Upon the throne of David, and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Friends, who doesn't want to celebrate the season with joy after hearing that? We can each celebrate in a way that makes sense for you or your individual family. For us, it begins with nightly prayer. This year, Advent begins on December 3rd, and as a family, we will begin early because everyone will be home over Thanksgiving, so we will probably do the first week of Advent twice. Each evening, we light one candle and pray from my favorite book. I've put the link to that book in the show notes. During the Advent season, we use a round Advent wreath with four candles, three purple and one pink. The pink is lit the third Sunday of Advent, and reminds us of the momentous occasion that's to come the following week. It's a time of prayer and reflection and of scripture verses. And our family adds a prayer of thanksgiving at the end. What we do is we, you know, read from the scriptures and we uh, quietly, you know, think about what we just read for just a few minutes. And then after we finish, um, we share what we're thankful for that day. And it's a wonderful time that we celebrate and it's joyful. And through the years when my kids were in college, I gave each of them an Advent wreath to take with them so that they could celebrate on their own until we were gathered all together at Christmas time. Oh, here's the book I like. The book is called The Season of Light Daily Prayer for the Lighting of the Advent Wreath. And I have to tell you, I've purchased many other books. Uh, Since I purchased that one, it was written quite a few years ago, but I really don't like the other books as well as I like that book. So if you can get it online, that would be great if you're interested. And one of the reasons is the readings are not long, but they're very heartfelt. 
There also is a suggestion that you can, you know, celebrate Advent during a meal. A friend of mine used to light their Advent wreath at their uh, dinner, and they would say their prayer, and then they would put the food on the table, and they would have the Advent wreath or the lights, the candles lit while they were eating. However you celebrate this Christmas, I pray you are surrounded by joy. Your challenge this week is to think about how you want to prepare in the coming weeks before Christmas. And as always, keep Christ in your heart. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.